Alcova Mortgage is here for good. We are locally owned, value great communication, and are committed to our Covington community. Call Alcova Mortgage Covington at 540-962-7152 or visit alcovahighlands.com to get in touch for your mortgage lending needs. Alcova Mortgage, NMLS ID 40508, nmlsconsumeraccess.org. Equal housing lender. Terms and conditions apply. All loans subject to credit approval. What up, what up, what up, though? Ball Hawk Show. If you know, you know. If you know, you know. Brick layers and ball shorts. Coaching from the side of the ball court. If you know, you know. One stop like a Walmart. We got the tennis balls for the wrong sport. If you know, you know. If you know about the carport, the trap door supposed to be awkward. If you know, you know. That's the reason we ball for. Circle round twice for the encore. If you know, you know. Well, what up, 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 do? Welcome to the Ball Hawk Show podcast. I'm your host, Amal Hawkins. Appreciate you rocking with me. Right here on the Believe Network. So, yo, um, it's been a minute since I did a podcast. Well, I know it's been a minute since it's been a UVA podcast because they were on the bye week. But if you're just tuning in, this is episode, Petty Hawk, what episode is it? Your mic's not on. What episode is it, Petty Hawk? Turn your mic on. Come on, man. Man, it's episode 105, okay? one. Zero five. Is it really 105? Yes, 105, Ball Hawk, because you didn't do – it could have been 106, but it's still 105 because you didn't do your NFL week uh, five recap. Or is it week six? I mean, I don't know. You ain't done no NFL recaps in a minute. Like, yeah, you're right, I haven't. Or did I not put it up? I don't know, Petty Hawk. You, you might be off, man. Is it really 105? Yeah, we at 105. You're right. So this is episode 105, man, previewing UVA versus Georgia Tech. And you're right, man. We haven't done an NFL. Like, this is two straight weeks. Dang. Petty Hawk, you slipping. That's your area right there. Now, I don't do the, the pro stuff. That's the Petty Hawk lane. So that means you ain't been on your, on the ball. Fool, let me tell you something. We're not going to start the podcast off like this, all right? The, the fans want to hear a preview of Georgia Tech. They ain't trying to hear me cook you, okay? Because you too, you like, I know I'm a bird, but you can't catch this bird to get to cook me. I cook you, okay? I mean, my name is Ballhawk, so technically that's a bird too. No, but you a human. I'm Petty Hawk. I'm actually a bird, you know? So watch your mouth before I beak you. You got a beak? Um, yeah, scratch that out. I got a, I actually got a mouth like you because I'm talking through you. Exactly. So here we go, man. Salute to the sponsors, Abra Insurance. AbraInsurance.net is the website. If you need home, business, auto, life insurance, the good people at Able will take care of you. Billy and Charlene White, servicing the state of Virginia for over 20 years. And if you need it alone, we're in the month of October. We got Christmas coming up. You got to get your finances in order. Talk to the good people at Alcova Mortgage. Go to alcovahighlands.com. That's alcovahighlands.com. 
and check out the rates that they have so they can take care of you and you have more financial freedom. The good people at Alcova. So let's jump right into it, man. Salute to everybody that's been tapped in lately. Uh, if this is your first time listening to the Ball Hawk Show podcast, don't be alarmed. I'm not talking to myself, but my alter ego comes out and um, you'll tell when it's him because he's very, uh, he said he keeps it real. That's in his word. Yes, I keep it real. Okay, you you keep it real political and PC, all that jargon. They can't cancel an alter ego, okay? I could say what I want. They can't cancel me. I fly in any weather, okay? They like petty hawkers. Petty hawks say what everybody want to say, but they don't say it because they ain't petty like me. That's why I am petty hawk, P-E-T-T-Y-H-A, capital H-A-W-K. Spell my name out next time, okay? Just don't say it. Spell it out after you say it. So when you say Petty Hawk, you spell it. Okay? So we like, here is Petty Hawk, capital P-E-T-T-Y, capital H-A-W-K. That's how you intro me for now on, Ball Hawk. You got it? Dang, man. You got Hollywood over the bye week, didn't you? Jeez. I mean, I need it. In Hollywood, the sun is out, right? Because it never rains in Southern California. Yes, I'm Hollywood because it's been raining here in Charlottesville because we ain't won but two games. We're not starting the podcast off like that, man. Okay? So let me, let me, let me, let me set the mood with a little bit of music. Ballhawk, did you not see the people on the Sabre say they tired of hearing your damn music and they just fast forward it anyway? But some people like to listen to it. See, there you go, being nice. Don't nobody listen to your music. They listen to mine. If you tell them DJ Pettyhawk, capital P-E-T-T-Y, capital H-A-W-K is on the ones and twos, they'll listen. But your music? Nah, ain't nobody trying to hear no hauling oats. I told you, I don't eat oatmeal. Okay? So, what are you going to play? I'm going to play something that they know that if they don't want to listen to it, they can fast forward. Then why the heck are we spending time playing music if they're going to fast forward? Because you can't please everybody, Pettyhawk. I please everybody. I got a hundred percent approval rate on podcast platform polls. I just made that up. Okay. If we did a poll, who does not like Petty Hawk? It won't be one single vote. Then if you do a poll and say who like Petty Hawk, thousands of people are like me. Okay. Cause I'm a likable bird. I'm lovable, likable and loyal. That's three L's. That's the L's I give out. I don't take L's. I give them out. Okay. Can I DJ right quick? All right, people. He going to DJ two songs, all right? Fast forward about 90 seconds if you don't want to hear this malarkey he about to play. Go ahead, Ball Hawk. How can I play music after you just dissed it? Like, they ain't even going to listen now. They done went 90 seconds. I'm going to talk so the 90 seconds is less than they going to hear some of it since you said 90 seconds. Boy, if you don't play the day gone music, I'm going to start cursing and I'm going to get this whole podcast X'd out. You got me? I'm going to hand out some L's. <laughs> you got to catch his mitt because I got a lot of fastballs I'm throwing at you right now. All right, people, here we go. Start off with a little baby right here. Like, literally, that's his name, little baby.
be in a loop. She be in a group. Brody want a friend. Don't have to hoop. Turn something to nothing. Bro, I'm living proof. How can I lose when we the who's who's? Still running around with more. Shit ready, pack to go, y'all. People probably think I show up. Ain't even give it yet. Running up a silly chip. Stand out the internet. Share the stage with Billy Eilish. Turning any given time. Personal partners, pillow talking, cause I got rich without them. Only thing they should be saying is, baby, keep it silent. We ain't even deep as we used to be. This slick divided. Brian got no hustle or nothing, so he gon' stick the violin. I be knowing the rundown, I'm doubting, so I can't speak about it. She know I'm a gangster, she love me, I bring the fuck about it. Can't play with me, you know I come trim. I'm in a different league, I'm tired of showing what I can get done. What you gon' do for me? 40,000 miles up in the air, only time I get some Z's. Four court press foot on their neck, and I I can't let them breathe. Blood, sweat, and tears come with these check. It ain't nowhere near easy. Had to fall back. You know how that go. We only speaking briefly. Hope I'm not too much to handle. City nigga from Atlanta. I spent my last check on ammo. This is not a regular limbo. Hundred thousand dollar kit. Could've put down on another limbo. Don't be in the mix. I built this shit forever. Have it say so. This shit don't get serious about my money. This ain't no potato. Wrote it down for double hundred. I try to tell him lay low. See, don't like the driver. He spent good. I'm on the way to Clayco. AK-47's in the spots before they made the Draco. I'm just trying to Ball and live, hundred mil on calling deals. I'm the boss, pay all the bills. I'm the golden child for real. Go off in this that will. I've been on my grind for years, and I'm out here grinding still. I need equity to sign a deal. I'm just trying to ball and live, hundred mil on calling deals. I'm the boss, pay all the bills. I'm the golden child for real. All right, that's a little bit of little baby right there. You know what I'm saying? So for all the people that fast forward and now, oh whoa, you got something to say? Yeah, I got a song I want to play. So you want to play a song now? Yeah, I'm gonna take the other song that you had in the cut. I got a song for all what what you call them the old heads because you a old head you forty three years old you's an old head there boy you old you getting long in the tooth there as they say huh so I got a song for the people can I play my song because I know you are like this type because this is your type of you like R and B and stuff and I know you like this did the, the, the everybody this is Petty Hawk song you gonna like Petty Hawk song better listen to this song just sit back and vibe to this one. Hold on, man. What you know about this right here, man? You weren't outside. You didn't even exist when this song came out. Hey, man, don't be talking over my song, okay? I didn't say nothing when your song was playing. Let my song play for all the old heads like yourself. Let's go. No one can do the things you do. That's it. That's it, Petty Hawk. That's that SWV right there, man. That Human Nature Radio mix right there. I thought Michael was gonna sing in that one, Petty Hawk. You fooled me. I thought we were gonna hear night, night. 
Tell me that is human nature. But I didn't hear it. You you punk fake this, Patty. You punk fake this. We was all waiting for Mike to start singing. Tell me that is human nature. Why? Why? Why does he do me that way? He all right, let me stop. All right, man. Here we go. <laughs> Georgia Tech versus UVA taking place tomorrow because we taping this on a Wednesday morning. Shout out to everybody. Uh, but uh, they play on Thursday in Atlanta, Georgia. Georgia Tech is three and three, two and one in the ACC. While the Cavaliers are two and four, zero oh and three in the ACC. I believe both teams are coming off a of bye week, so that means Georgia Tech with their new head or interim head coach Brent Key. They are two and zero oh with him as the head coach. UVA has lost three straight, so they went into the bye week hot on a high note, beating Pitt and Duke. Two legit squads. Two legit squads. Two legit, two quick, then, then squads while UVA put out duds. Like UVA's last two games versus Georgia Tech last two games, if you go off the last two games, this could get ugly. Like this can get ugly because their defense is playing at a high level. And, um, yeah, this could get ugly. So here we go, man. Uh Tell her to take points per game. Both teams offensively, points per game, they right on the same same line. 17.8 points per game for UVA, 17.3 points per game for Georgia Tech. Georgia Tech, their career high points this year was versus Western Carolina. They scored 35. They won that game 35 to 17. But their two previous victories, they scored 26 versus Pitt, which is a good defense. And they scored 23 versus Duke. And we know about that defense. And they beat Duke in overtime. They held them to 20, held Pitt to 21. So there you have it. And the losses, they gave her 27, 42, and 41. So it seems like 21 and under is the sweet spot for Georgia Tech. If they can hold you to 21 and under, the track record says it's going to, they're going to win that game. Uh, rushing yards per game. Uh, Georgia Tech averages 150.8, which is eighth in the conference. And UVA averages 129.7, which is 12th in the conference. Passing yards per game, Georgia Tech averages 178.8, which is 14th in the conference. UVA averages 227, 227.2, which is 11th in the country. Total yards per game, UVA is 4th. 444.2 yards a game, and Georgia Tech is 12. So that's ironic, right? So as much as, you know, our fans have talked about our offense and has been looking inept, it's not been very consistent. Statistically, they're still top four in the conference. But that offense that we saw last year was bananas, and we had more wins at this point. Georgia Tech, 329.7, which is 12th out of 14. So um, that's just the tail of the tape. Points allowed per game, UBA is 8th in the conference, 24.8. Georgia Tech is 12th in the conference at 28 points a game. Rushing yards allowed per game, UBA is 12th, 163, and Georgia Tech is 13th. Like, looking at the stats, man, and I'm reading to you, they're neck and neck. But one is on a high, one is on a low. 
They're three and three. We two and four. Their two recent wins have been more impressive than the two wins we got on our season. Let's just keep it a hundred. Duke and Pitt, both teams been ranked this year. You look at the teams UVA lost to besides Louisville, which was a bad loss. Like that's a that that's a nasty loss losing to Louisville. Like you, that's that's nasty to lose to Louisville with Bubby Brister at quarterback. It's unacceptable. I still can't believe we lost to Louisville like that though. Like they smoked our boots. After we jumped out on them, that did anything they wanted to do. Like this, the more victory, like mindset right here that, you know, you always try to put things in, in place. Like you can say more victory, you say the truth. Like besides that Louisville game, the losses that UVA had was to uh, Illinois, ranked, damn near undefeated. Syracuse, still undefeated, ranked. Duke was ranked, was rolling. Had just off this Kansas who was ranked and then they lost. But the Louisville, like when you look at the first half of the season, because we caught on my bye week. So if you're a Georgia Tech fan, I apologize if it feel like I'm talking about more about UVA versus highlighting your team because I got to go back. We just came off the bye week. Going into the season, the first six games, I thought we would at least be five and one. I really did. And the game that I saw us losing. It was not Illinois. It was not Syracuse. It was not Duke. I don't know. I don't. I didn't have. I mean, honestly, didn't have us like. I just. I was just like, man, this schedule was like a lob. Where's Chris Paul at with the lob? I'm the old Blake Griffin before my knees went out. But now you're looking at the schedule like, dang, damn you experts, because you don't know all the moving parts. Nobody knew Illinois would be rolling like this. Nobody knew that Syracuse would be rolling like this. Nobody even knew that Duke would be rolling like they was. But here we are. Coming off a bye week with two wins. First-year head coach. Seems like every time we get a first-year head coach, it's two wins or less. Or you got to go through a transition, which is true. But going into the season, and I'm speaking – as a fan right now, you look at the schedule, like my man Woody would say, if you look at the schedule, you did not see two and four out of six games. But when you look at the teams now, now that we play games, it's like, hmm. You could literally say Syracuse game was a was the 50-50 game. The Syracuse game would have been, like, if you beat Syracuse, nah, we still feel the same way. I, I ain't going to do that. We beat Syracuse and then we lose to Duke and Louisville. It, 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 you know what? It might be worse. Regardless, you lost two straight after that that showing, and the showing after that game hasn't been good. Offensively or and even defense, like defensively, you still create turnovers and things of that nature. Don't get me wrong, but if you look at the games, the two games we played after Illinois. Defense was superb. Like, rush defense was crazy. Sacks, turnovers, it was magic. Then you get versus Duke, you started off well, and then the wheel started, the, the tread started to wear off a little bit just because I can't keep this up because I'm not, it's a total team effort. The other, other two phases got to kind of alleviate some of the pressure we're getting. And then, truth be told, both both sides was helping each other the Louisville game. 
And then hero ball took place on that fourth down. And once that hero ball took place, or that, or you can say, here we go again, because we had a turnover in the, basically in the red zone. And then, you know, Louisville finally got on the board. And then it was like, all right, well, we, who going to make a play? So going into the bye week, you know, we, we, we were beat up. Um, we're trying to get guys healthy. You know, Billy Kemp, he should be playing this game. But, you know, what's what what's his percentage? How many plays can he play? Does he have this? Because he's a sudden quickness guy. He makes a difference when he's on the field. <clears throat> so how much are we going to play him? We know Nick Jackson is beat up. He got a knee. He's returning to the crib. He's going to be um, excited to play. But that adrenaline doesn't last but so long. Um, with Sims, the quarterback from Georgia Tech, very dynamic. So we lucked out, right, not playing against Malik Cunningham, whipped the freaking dude. Bubby Brister came in there, the 30-year-old sophomore, and just looked. I mean, the first first quarter, he looked like trash can juice. But after he had that little pull and, and scored, his confidence went through the roof. I mean, he ain't complete with 50% of his passes, but he was it was chunk passes. So now you got Jeff Sims, a dude that's just dynamic as as they can be. So dynamic, so strong, um, can be accurate, has big receivers. They got their own Lavelle Davis and EJ Jenkins. He's 6'7, 243. Basically a tight end playing receiver. 6'7, 243. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Lavelle, he he tall in his own right. But he ain't 240. Lavelle 219. That's a that that's Jelani Woods right there, damn near. At receiver. So you know they're just gonna throw it up to him. They got some players on offense, man. And they got size. Uh another receiver they got Malachi Carter, number seven. He's 6'3, 192. I mean, EJ Jenkins is bigger than they starting tight end. They starting tight end, uh, Dylan Leonard is 6'5", 238. EJ Jenkins is 6'7", 243 as a wide receiver. But Jeff Sims, 6'4", 219. Uh, very good sudden quickness. He's elusive in the pocket. He's a elusive kid where he could keep his eye down, keep his eyes downfield. Um, he can stand plays with his legs. We got to keep him, kind of keep him trapped in the box, make him climb in the pocket. Here's the thing on defense with him. It's going to be put a lot of pressure on our safeties again, man. Like, if they look at film, attack the attack the safeties. Run post routes. That's it. I'm going to just throw it out there. That's the scouting report for Georgia Tech going against our defense. Attack the safeties. Because if you send four, you got to keep your backers. And that's another thing. We send four, we got to have a spy. If Nick Knee is not 100%, that, you know, who who's the guy that's gonna spy? You're gonna have Deshaun Perry spying, you're gonna have James Jackson spying. Josh Ahern is out, so James Jackson will be in there. Hunter Stewart also. Hunter Stewart is a is a banger. He's downhill. So you're gonna have to be very educated in how you rush Jeff Sims. Sean Perry has, you know, some speed with him, so he could run around. Uh will you show a lot of one safety high and use one of those safeties? As a spy, like will Jonas Sanker come down to be a spy, or will Lex Long come down to be the spy? But regardless, you have to play man on the back end, some type of combo zones. You have to mix it up, 
run some stunts, force him to spots where you you know you have somebody waiting for him. So that's the stress that Georgia Tech puts on you defensively. Because can you get if you could get home with four and you could finish, that's the main thing. You have to finish. Like you could get to him, but I've seen him just shut guys off of him like he was a young Cam Newton. Like he's strong. Their backs, Dante Smith, McDuffie, Hall, those guys, they can make plays as well. They run a spread offense. You know, we see the North Carolinas, we see the Wake Forest, like Illinois, Syracuse, like not Syracuse, Syracuse area, but in a sense, everybody pretty much runs the same offense. Like we run a pro style offense, a multiple offense, but we show shades of spread when well, I don't know if we get in the pistol like they do. They get they utilize the pistol, but you can get those inside zones. And with Jeff Sims, you got to make him come forward. You got to force him to the guy that's spying him. That means the guy's off the edge. When you run the hoop, you can't take a wide. You can't let them push you up the field to to widen out the, the wrestling. And if he's going to get out the pocket, you have to make him retreat. His, it, it, when you're going against a right-handed quarterback, make them scramble to their left. Make them scramble to their left, and now you take the the angle towards the sideline. So as you come up the field and you see him retreat, angle towards the sideline. Don't keep going up the field, just widen out, get ready to put your hands up. Don't jump. Just close space, stalk him, mirror him once he rolls out to his left because he has to take that second to clear his shoulder and throw. Defensively, I'm going to be honest with you, man. Defensively, they're they, they, uh, they impressive on defense. They're going to play coverage. They're going to play a lot of combo zones. They'll show man on one side zone to another. They have a 4-2-5, which is their base. But in all actuality, uh, I really feel like their money linebacker, they have a Mac linebacker and a money linebacker. Their money linebacker, Charlie Thomas, he's basically another DB to me. He's like a hybrid. He's like a strong safety that could do anything. He's like a Tyron Matthew in the sense to where he could come in the box, he could blitz, get sacks. He he could be a line, around the line of scrimmage. He could drop in the dead zone area. He could get back and play the uh, the overhang and make plays. He's 6'2", 207. So you, if you look at schematically their defense, they got two defensive tackles, two defensive ends, they had their Mac linebacker, number two. He's 6'3", 223. And then you have their money linebacker, which is Charlie Thomas, who's 6'2", 207. Then you have their nickel, K.J. Wallace, 5'11", 184. Then Brooks, number 20, their strong safety, 6'2", 192. Their free safety, Powell Lee, 6'2", 175. And then Sims, the other corner, 6'3", 187. So check this out. Both corners are 6'3". This is probably one of the few secondaries that physically they can match us. If they really wanted to, they could come and play press. Like I don't, as far as transitioning from their bump to the looking lean, you might still win. But as far as stress level, they can increase the stress level with just the, their physicality, just the optics, right? Six three, six three at corner, six two at free safety, six two at strong safety. Their nickel, perfect, 5'11". So they can match up well with us. 
Like they, their defense, like even though they was losing and uh, optics show they was getting blown out. Like if you go back and watch that Clemson game, which was the first game of the season, they was on Clemson's heels. Like Georgia Tech is, as you see with the new breath of fresh air, their new head coach, and they just playing freely and they're executing. Physically, they match up well versus any offense. Like they got bookend corners who could just choke you out if they want to. They 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 play a lot of short zones. Like I said, they play some cover two. They play some cover four. Um, their combo meaning that you know me you two man in. I take the second one. Two man out. I take the second one. Uh, but they can play. And Georgia Tech is not an easy place to win. At. I never won down there. Ninety eight, two thousand, ninety eight. We had a big lead and there's White. And Joe Hamilton went crazy. Then 2000, we played on the Thursday night. We watched Remember the Titans the night before, and we didn't want to remember that damn game. We got smashed. So this is not an easy place to win. The last time we was at Georgia Tech, we didn't win. Uh, I remember the 2018 game, we had one defensive lineman, and we missed the field goal at the end and lost. B.A. came in for B. Perk. Do a short out to Joe Reed, and he took it to the crib. Have we? We ain't been. Have we? I know we played them last year here. For some reason, I can't think of the twenty eighteen to twenty nineteen. Did we play them in twenty twenty? Twenty twenty one, we played them here, so maybe we didn't play them in twenty twenty. But yeah, Georgia Tech is a tough place to win, and we're banged up. We're banged up, like we are. Um, as far as the offensive line play, they're going to show five, send four, they'll drop one. Brendan and so Brendan, the offense in this bye week had a, had an opportunity to really, you know, hone up on their skills, get back to the fundamentals, get healthy. Uh, you know, during bye weeks, you taking a, like you start to review a lot of things. So as a player, you just look at, the things you struggle with the most and you know you got extra you know classroom time to really dive into that film extra time to go into the weight room and 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 get quality lifts to you know help in the healing process for your body like lifting and running is so important on bye weeks bye weeks ain't a vacation you just ain't sitting on your high pox you actually ramp it up you flushing all that soreness out all that frustration out all that Losing out too. Coaches are evaluating the depth chart. They're evaluating responsibilities. They're evaluating how to be more consistent. Uh, I expect like Coach Kitchens to come out. I need like ten to fifteen plays, like scripted, like boom, like coming out the bye week. And that's both sides. This is Georgia Tech probably thinking the same way. Offensively and defensively, in your mind, you like especially offensively, you feel like I'm gonna script fifteen plays. I'm gonna be sh- we gonna be sharp because we don't rep them. That's why a lot of times we see teams come out. It's disheartening if you come out and you get a quick three and out because you feel like the, the the plays that you script, you got the upper hand because they don't know what you're going to run. Now, as the game go on, they start to learn your tendencies. Now, that's the chess match. But when you come out, especially a bye week, you should have some wrinkles that you feel confident about. And now everything that I'm saying about our offense, we have to think that their offense is going to present as well. They got a dynamic, like, Brendan is dynamic 
but Brendan has been struggling. So confidence-wise, he might not be as high as Sims. Sims went into the bye week on a win. That kid's, his confidence level is through the roof. So I expect him to, to, to like really threaten us with his legs. He's throwing the ball with confidence as well. But the one thing we all know, he can, he can run. He's not a dude that's just going to tuck it as soon as he get pressure. I'm not, I'm not going to disrespect him like that and just say he can't uh, process information fast and he's just a runner. Like That's a luxury. He can throw, and he's big. Offensive line, for the most part, they, they, they keep him clean for the most part. Um, you can get pressure with four, but you got to be educated in your pass rush. You know what I'm saying? So, um, but yeah, I was telling you guys about Charlie Davis, right? How I like look at him as like a bigger version than Tyron Matthew. Let me tell you a little secret. Let me tell you a little um, fun fact about him. He's the only NCAA. FBS player this season and only one of four FBS FBS players since 2000 with at least 45 tackles, four and a half tackles for a loss, a sack, two interceptions, a forced fumble and a fumble recovery in his team's first six games. <laughs> he could play, man. I like, he jumps out to me. They, they have him listed as a linebacker, but he, he's like a, he's like a hybrid. He's like a, basically he's a, he could do everything. He really can. When you see him on film, man, you're going to see he runs around. And look, I'm pretty sure he's going to be the spy on Brennan. They could send four. You know what I'm saying? They could send their four. You could use your one linebacker, the other linebacker, um, Allende, as, as the drop guy in coverage in the middle of the field. Then you use Thomas as the spy. Just like Syracuse did versus BA. And guess what? You still got five guys in coverage. <laughs> I mean, you really got six guys in coverage. They can just play like they have the they have a spy who can negate the mobility of BA. And Charlie Thomas, they do. Now, don't get me wrong. That's don't get me wrong now. You can still find holes in the zone. But like I told you, if I really wanted to hunt you and I'm Georgia Tech, I got the personnel to hunt B.A. You know what I'm saying? I could send a Yende and make it a five-man rush and have a Charlie Tom just waiting for B.A. Come on. Because Syracuse did the same thing. Then I got two six-three corners. I'm going to press the outside guys. You think you got a 6'7 guy? We go up against a 6'7 guy too. So we good against Lavelle Davis. You think you got uh, Wicks? He got to show us he the Wicks that was last year, but we're going to press him. The old man, we'll let the little crafty guy cover the old man. And I tell one of my safeties, basically, you know what? I just had an epiphany. They're going to play like Illinois did. Watch what I tell you. They're going to play like Illinois did. Why wouldn't you? Press across the board, middle safety at like 10, 12. Now, here's the thing. If Billy Kemp is available, you can't and and we like to use eleven personnel, one tight end, one back, one tight end. If Billy Kemp's available, you'll use ten personnel, one back, no tight ends. Now you have the matchup you want because 
whoever their nickel isn't checking. So just say, I'll be surprised if they came down and they did Illinois defensive scheme. They had one of their strong safeties on Billy Kemp. They'll probably have the nickel on Kemp. He could, you know, KJ Wallace is a change of direction guy. So now you got Brooks, who's 6'2, 192, going against Keaton, who's more of a route runner than a speed guy. But that guy still got to show him he could cover. Now it's up to the offensive line because they got five. They really got six because they could send six because they could send Thomas as an extra. You ain't got it. Well, we got the back. I'm sorry. That's another thing. If they send five, one in that backer, and Thomas is the spy, ding, 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 guess who opened? The back. Run him a little flare route. Just flare him out. Because if he flared with the back, then B.A. just find you something. But we got to be, you know, consistent as far as being able to run the ball. But we actually have to execute through our passing game. And um, we got to be very consistent. And I hope those guys got on the jugs machine doing this bye week and really just got back to the, just the craft of of running routes and really looking the ball in. Because a lot of times drops is your eyes. It's not your hands. It's not like, oh, they can't catch. It's your eyes. Like, you catch the ball with your eyes. Like, yeah, we always, like, as a receiver, we always look at our hands or we take our gloves off. But most of the time, it's our damn eyes. Like anytime I used to run a deep route and I look up, if I didn't look the ball in, that's when I would probably drop the deep ball. But you got to look it all the way into your palm. You really do. It's crazy how the little things really hinder you from executing consistently. So those guys just got to get back to seeing the football. Understanding you got to see it. Put the numbers on the ball, man. Catch the ball and read the number off. Throw it back. Put in the jugs. Catch the ball. What the number say? Look it in. That's not just cliche, man. That's facts. Anybody that's ever caught a football, they'll tell you, yo, you got to see it. You better get on that goalpost, put your arm around, catch it with your hands out there. Because at least if you stick your hands out there and you don't catch it clean, you can trap it to your body later. But if you out here and you ain't confident, you trying to trap everything in your body, you can't look the ball in and trap it on your body. Anytime you catch the ball in your body, you really ain't looking it in. You just feeling for it. But when you catch it with your hands, you seeing it. You looking it in. So that's all I got to say, man. Uh, you know, we got to get back on the winning track. This is going to be a difficult game. Georgia Tech is a, is a good team. Um, before the season, nobody would have said that. They would have been like, "Oh, you yeah, y'all should beat Georgia Tech." Not right now. <laughs> I'm just being real with you. Not right now. But uh, yeah, man, coming off the bye week, both teams coming off a of bye week. So take it for what it is. Because if they would have played last week, we'd be like, "Yo, we coming off the bye week." You know what I'm saying? But that's gone because they're on a the bye week. So I'm looking forward to being at the game, working the sideline, and and um, really taking in what the guys worked on in the bye week. A lot of guys got reps, a lot of, you know, backups, you get reps um, in the bye week because you're going to really start to go to the the well. Like, we two and four through six games, we beat up. Now it's time to utilize that depth. If you have depth at the position, why wait? Utilize it now. Because the guys that's even starting, you got to realize, like, yo, 
change of pace. If I get this guy opportunity, and you always say, man, give give somebody else a chance. Well, when you give them a chance, they got to produce. You can't like you won't give a backup a chance if the backup fail. You don't get as many chances as a starter because folks always say, well, the starter been struggling. Put the backup in, and if even the backup struggle, give him time. You get the starter some time. It don't work like that. The starter gonna get the time. He gonna get the grace period because he earned it through camp and stuff. You the backup. You don't get that leeway. Your string is a little shorter. Life ain't fair. I'm just telling you what it is. When you are backup, you got to take advantage of the opportunity. People say, oh, get lucky. Yep. You know what I'm saying? You know what luck is. When preparation meets opportunity. That's luck. We need to get lucky. That's why we ain't getting the bounces because we really ain't prepared for the opportunity. That's why we're not lucky. (laughs) Get lucky. Is that a movie? Anyway, all right, man. Good to the enemy. Great, be great in everything that you do. Never let nobody tell you you can't do what you set your mind out to do. I appreciate you for taking the time out to listen to this podcast episode. Patty Hogg, appreciate you as well. I put him on a back burner because I wanted to really talk football, but um, it's gonna be it's gonna be an interesting game, man. Like I said, Josh Ahern is out. Nick Jackson is banged up. Um, Dontavian, I know he, I know Coach talked about he took a couple of days off during the bye week just to get back healthy but we got in and, and Billy Camp return uh but yeah man that's what it is defensively we're gonna have our work cut out for us man Sims is he's he's special he's very good so y'all be easy make sure you uh check out amahawkins.com for anything that you missed that I am a part of whether it's uh, the walkthrough, whether it's my podcast episodes, if you missed previous episodes or even the Red Diamond Coffee and Tea that we show on Twitter, I'm starting to upload that on my uh, website as well. And um, make sure you subscribe, man. Salute to the Believe Network for believing in your boy and and uh, creating this partnership. So I appreciate everybody that's been f- uh, following Believe now. And there's a lot more podcast um, platforms that that they like that so it's a great home to be at so all right man i'm rambling peace thank you for listening to believe you can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform check us out at believe.com and search for b-l-e-a-v on youtube